The Left Show is not intended for youngsters. It's not intended for the sensitive. It's certainly not intended for right-wingers. Use your own discretion. Awful sweary. And now... Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Again? Up my sleeve. Presto! No doubt about it. I gotta get another hat. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. <laughs> You know who the best-looking person sitting up there was? Who was it with the cowboy hat? No, J.M. Bell. J.M. Bell. I don't know who that is. He hosts a podcast. Well, he, he was good-looking. You pompous, stuck-up, snot-nosed, giant, twerp, scumbag, fuck-faced, dickhead, asshole! You're listening to the world's greatest political podcast, The Left Show. Uh, joining me this week, uh, J.C. Carter. Hello. And best friend of the program, Christoph Fulger. Ooh. Yay. Thank you. I, I think I got a promotion. Best friend of the program. Oh, awesome. yeah. Yeah. You you come through for me in a pinch all the time, which you reminded me of uh, yeah. when you actually got more than a 10-hour heads up. <laughs> the, uh, I woke I up yesterday you. morning, I think it was, and I'm like, wait a minute. Did he just reach out to me two days in advance yep. to ask if I wanted to? Wow. For me, I however, will say. However, don't don't think that I changed anything on my end. I still came completely unprepared and have only read through half of what I was supposed to. So don't expect much from me. Today. That's all right. That's that's kind of how this goes. I don't read this shit either. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Taylor. He's doing an, an, an AI search. Oh, you should do that. Do one episode of just an entire Hey, AI, give me a list of links of relevant things. Come up with this awesome AI callback and get this list of links one day. Just do whatever it tells you to do. Huh. That'd I be guess an interesting stunt program. I would have to, mm. I'd have to put in a bunch of links from older shows. Mm-hmm. Huh. Or you just go to like chatbot GPT and just yeah. ask it because it will, it's already combed the internet so it may re- and it'd be funny to see what it returns with because i know it would return with fox news shit yeah <laughs> oh actually you know i now that i think about it i wouldn't because it has a certain archive so it has that's a, true a, it doesn't have the exact uh to, to the moment updates hmm. huh. oh so we'd be doing some old school stuff that'd be fun too on this yeah. day in well, 1776 you have to like like feed in certain stuff but anyway i don't want to get into the ai i don't know where i'm going with this ai thing i am fascinated with it in my job though I, I a lot of people are talking about ux and ui you know how will people be able to navigate talking to a creature that is learning us better than us um yeah well computers don't have denial mm-hmm. so i imagine it'll be difficult at yeah. this point but no, I mean, I, I'm i willing to feed a little info in and see what comes out, but I am not willing to commit to doing a show about it. <laughs> you know, maybe a Patreon. Maybe that yeah. would be. Okay. That could, yeah. that could be fun. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, but I will say, just since this is recorded, I think personally AI is going to be the savior of the universe, and we couldn't have done it without them. So I, for one, thank them. Oh, kissing a little overlord ass today, are you? Yeah, I see what you're doing. No. Yeah. yeah. I, don't my, I don't want my toaster <laughs> jumping in without permission. The internet, they won't have access to that. <laughs> don't, 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 don't murder me, Skynet. I love you. Right. <laughs> no, I did. I've been playing around with it for cover letters and stuff, and, and yeah. it's helpful. Yeah. It I wrote is. my personal review using it this year. You what? You got your your yearly personal review for your uh, um, for, for for promotion or whatever, and so I wrote some of it with that. Like I went wrote down all the things I wanted to say about myself, and I put it into GPT, GPT, and, and it spit me back out mm-hmm. my personal review. Uh, my niece came it, in. My scary. niece uh, went into Chat GPT and just typed in um, for my when, after my mother died. She just typed in uh, I think just obituary and put in my mother's name and some information. I had so much rewriting to do on that obituary. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I, I said to her, I said, I feel bad. I need to change a lot of this. She goes, Oh, I, it's all from chat GPT. Don't feel bad. I'm like, Oh, fuck now. I get rid of everything. <laughs> this whole thing's changing. 
Yeah. I don't. As a non, as a non writer myself, mm-hmm. I've definitely had a, a couple times where GPT definitely did it better than I did. Well, no, I, and, and there are moments that it's helpful to get something to get, just get a couple of sentences to start you. And then all of a sudden yeah, it's like, it's, okay, now it's I can great for information. Yeah. Um, anyway. I'm totally derailed. I've derailed the entire conversation. Yeah, you're fine. I, I, like I said, I'm using it for, for cover letters. If you're not, mm-hmm. if yeah. you're not dropping, you know, ten a day, you don't have a shot of getting anything. And yeah. and cover letters are all the fucking rage again for reasons that just I cannot comprehend. Mm. What the fuck good? Uh, uh, I'm gonna be the best fella ever. Letter is gonna do for you, but they love them. And and all the recruiters I've talked to that have yet to pick me up as a client are still telling me don't don't skip cover letters and it's like I have skipped cover letters with a few exceptions my entire life because they're bullshit. It is they are almost as much bullshit as uploading your resume and then filling out an application. <laughs> That's some bullshit right there. Yep. Oh, well, not, your your resume that as is doesn't even get to a lot of the recruiters so. Yep. It gets it gets separated out into uh, different fields and systems. Oh, uh, the algorithm. All yeah. the thing it's looking for is looking for keywords, and yeah. I usually don't have those keywords. Yeah, make sure that make sure the keywords, if you know what they are, um, are in your mm-hmm. uh, cover letter. Yeah, it, I yeah. mean that that's helpful. My other thing is I use a a, a resume tool called Resi R E Z I, mm-hmm. and. You basically you put in all your jobs and all of that, and then you can go through and tweak the shit out of it almost instantly by saying, this is the job I'm going for, these are the skills I have, this is what I want, and it'll go through and move shit around for you, which mm. saves a shitload of time. You know? Yeah, if, if you're trying to tailor it to the job itself, yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's the one thing I'm getting told is if you're not tailoring it to the job itself, right. you're just throwing your resume away. Yeah, uh, I, I find that really hard with the resume. I usually tailor the fuck out of the cover letter. Yeah, and then try to try to tailor everything. Remember when I was looking for a job, I had just folder on folder of because I, I kept a copy of every one of them. So I just duplicate the folder, change some stuff, send it out. Oh, it's such a laborious yeah. job. So mm-hmm. as we go on today, is before I move into the first story, there's going to be some raucous noise going on in the background. What's happening as we record is the Chiefs Ravens game. Mm. Um, everybody knows that my missus is a huge Ravens fan. Uh, and so I got the TV in the living room all fired up for him. And, and they are screaming and yelling out there. The dogs are getting involved. It's just chaos at this point. So if you hear noise in the background, like I can hear one of the dogs barking right now. Um, mm-hmm. just know it's a one-off. Everybody's getting ready for the Super Bowl. And this is apparently one of the last things that has to happen for that to go forward. Yes. You have to have the the, the two big playoff games and that'll determine who's playing in the Super Bowl. So. And this is the AFC AFC championship I'm I'm mm-hmm. listening to. I believe the, so. Through yes. the door. Okay. Um anyway, it's Travis Kelsey uh and Taylor Swift versus Lamar Jackson and the kicker, whose name I can never remember. <laughs> As I say, Lamar Jackson and Tiffany. So and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's it is noise. She named one of her children Raven for Christ's sake. I mean, yeah, <laughs> she's she's serious about this. She's yeah. not she's not fucking around. Um. So okay, uh, big deep breath. We are going to talk for a minute about Republicans. And are you guys okay? Because things are getting stupid. And they're getting, they're not Newt Gingrich stupid, they're Elon Musk stupid at this point. They're saying the quiet parts out loud stupid. So yeah. according according to new conservative voices, um, Republicans are blaming a new racist theory for airline accidents. There's been a couple of weird things. There, the, the door plug fell out of one, uh, a tire blew up on another. Just, you know, normal shit that happens, except for the door part. That's pretty fucked up. Um, Losing a door in flight is kind of an alarming thing. Big deal. A big deal. Well, Um, I think it's crazy. I didn't even know they had door plugs. This is a thing. I could be sitting next to a door. I don't like sitting. No. 
<laughs> well, no, apparently that's um, what the door is called is a plug. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, because it's not on the, but on the inside, it's covered up. It doesn't yeah. look like a door on the inside. Right, all. right. So, yeah. so Republicans are blaming racial minorities for for <laughs> the, the the problems with airline safety. Uh, so a plane's door panel blowing out at 16,000 feet. Cargo plane catching on fire. Uh, wheel popping off a commercial jet during takeoff. Um, these are just a few of the recent uh, flight safety incidents that have shocked flyers across the country. Most of the scrutiny has been on Boeing, the billion dollar, multi-billion dollar multinational corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you talk to a conservative, these scary incidents weren't caused by aircraft CEOs putting profits over safety. They happened because too many unqualified people of color have been hired for the sake of diversity, equity and inclusion. Yes. You know, I don't want to I don't want to equate building an airplane with, say, landscaping. But I've never built an airplane before. Mm-hmm. So when I was landscaping, I was a I was a ground foreman. I had one crew and all of my crew were Hispanic guys who only spoke Spanish, you know, and then we had two crews that were. 90% white dudes working on all these yards in a development called Stro Ranch out in Colorado. My guys making $7 an hour, you know, were knocking out about a yard, a front yard and a half every day. And that's from trenching, running sprinklers, dropping pipe, Hooking up sprinklers, covering trench covers, laying down sod, moving around gravel, all of it. They could do a yard and a half in a day. The white guys could do maybe half a yard a day. They'd get their trenching done. They'd probably lay some pipe. The next day they'd come in, you know, hook up their sprinklers, shit like that, cover the things, come back the third day, lay down the sod and the gravel and and put in the plants and stuff. Whereas, you know, my guys were just knocking it out of there. So I got them a raise to $9 an hour, at which point they started doing two yards a day and bringing me lunch every day. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because they're like, you know, El El Jefe came through with a raise. And in in the early 90s, nine bucks an hour was not that. You you, You didn't need to really shake a stick at that. That wasn't so bad. That was a pretty good, that's actually a pretty good salary back in the 90s. Yeah, especially yeah. if you're an undocumented worker who doesn't speak English. Mm-hmm. So my guys thought yeah. I was fucking great and got very upset whenever I would bring, you know, a sandwich to eat for lunch as opposed to whatever <laughs> fire-fueled hot nonsense these fuckers brought me every day. They loved watching me break into a sweat. They would laugh and laugh and I have no idea what words they were using, but I know they were for me. You know, and I mean, and so that's that's me working with with, you know, bulk minorities and watching these guys kick serious ass, even when they're being treated far, far worse than the guys, the white guys who are all making 14, 15 bucks an hour, Mm -hmm. you know, and my my boss, the guy who owned the landscaping company, it was a three month fucking slog just getting that two bucks an hour to nine bucks for these guys, you know. And they were so fucking grateful at the end that they did more and better work. Mm-hmm. Whereas, again, the folks that happen to enjoy my melanin content, or maybe a little bit more, because let's admit it, I'm pretty pasty. Um, you know, we're just, they were just there. They were just there for the paycheck. They were getting the work done at their own fucking pace, doing whatever they want. And so when I hear Republicans, like my old boss, talk <laughs> about these you know the lazy ignorant minorities out the side of their fucking head and it's like these guys are making you more money than than your white guys they're costing you half as much and they're making you more Uh they know what they're doing they're good at it and if they and they bust their fucking hump and it and so having republicans pop up with the well Anybody who's not white is obviously completely un, you know, uh, 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 suitable for any kind of work whatsoever. <laughs> right. right. Well, so you won't hire in them. This, in this article, in the way they're 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 wrapping it up, is it it, it comes back to um, 
oh, I forgot the name of it now. Um, what, what's the thing that just got overturned? Uh, uh, diversity uh, action. Um, diversity. Affirmative action. Affirmative action. Yeah. Yeah. They're comparing it like affirmative action. Like the DEI all of a sudden makes people go out and hire uh, higher minorities and people of color. That's not what the DEI initiatives do. The DEI initiatives say still go out and hire the most competent person you can. Absolutely. Nothing in the whole DEI mantra mm-hmm. or anything you want to look into doesn't tell you to hire the most, the, the best candidate for the job. What it does tell you is, will you please look for that candidate in more than just white people mm-hmm. and put measures in place to make that happen? But they're treating it, the, the Republicans are mm-hmm. treating it like, oh, oh no, that this is a, um, this is just affirmative action all over again because they're going out and only hiring. They're hiring a, a worse minority than they would if they just would have went with somebody who was Caucasian. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, you've got, um, so the wheel came off the Boeing last week in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump Jr. pops up and says, I'm sure this has nothing to do with mandated diversity, equity, and inclusion practices in the airline industry. Right. And then a couple days later, Charlie fucking Kirk from Turning Point USA said on his show, if I see a black pilot, I'm going to be like, boy, I hope he's qualified. Wow. Saying the quiet parts out loud. Here we are. Welcome That's the to thing it. is, it's not yeah. a quiet part for them. No, it's not. This And the thing is, this is their base. This is who they they know will show up to vote. This is who they're going to appeal to. And they say, oh, let's talk about this, because they can't talk about affirmative action anymore as to why white uh joe bob can't get his can't get a good job and can't get paid well who you know has a has a junior high school education and uh thinks guns are the greatest thing in the world he can't get a job but you know and and so they want to always point it back at there's there's these people that don't look like you joe bob that are the problem we'll solve that for you and joe bob shows up to vote so of course they're going to they're going to suck up to joe bob all they can because he's going to show up to vote not that they're going to ever do anything to improve Joe Bob's life, but they're going to do everything they can to make sure they get his vote. And then, you know, it just... Uh, well, and if they can't guarantee yeah. his vote, they're going to take away his right to vote. Exactly. And the other side of DEI, unlike unlike affirmative action, so affirmative action just sort of said, hire more, hire more people of color, period. DEI actually goes to the other side of it and says, don't be racist to people in your that you've hired, <laughs> you know, make yeah, sure yeah. you, you know, diversity well, got, is you got the internal and the yeah, external. Exactly. DEI covers both, both sides of it. And, uh, you know, just the fact that they're, that they're getting pissy over this, you know, Musk is like, Elon Musk, do you want to fly in an airplane where they prioritize DEI hiring over your safety? Yes. This is actually happening. Yes. I do want to fly in an airplane where they prioritize DEI hiring. I swear to God, I'd feel more is, comfortable. They're not doing it over security, though. No, not, not over safety. safety. No, they're, they're not. not doing that. I would feel no. more comfortable flying in an airplane built by a bunch of Mexican landscapers than I would over <laughs> most of the white people I know. Yes. There. Absolutely. I now, said it, and I'll say it I'm, again. White people cannot be trusted. I'm, I'm just going to go out on a little bit of a, of a limb here that you know, this is Boeing and, and I happen to live in Boeing's hometown, Seattle, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and they have a, a huge place up in, in Edmonds. And um, you know what? The Pacific Northwest isn't known for its large minority culture. So, no, it's not. No, it's um, not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The inequity. Now, it, it's still important up here. There's plenty of people. And, and I know actually up in Edmonds, there's a there's a, mm-hmm. a large community of, of, of minorities up there. But still, nothing's changed all of a sudden over the last two years because mm-hmm. diversity and equity has come into play. The what I want to know from Elon, the population of Boeing hasn't changed. <laughs> no, has not. What I want to know from Elon is uh, all those Teslas that blew up, and the the fact that you 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 know you have a you have software that says you've gone so many miles when you really haven't got that many miles. Is that because of DEI policies at, at Tesla, Elon, or is it just because you hire incompetent people? Yeah, <laughs> that's a fair question. Yeah, uh, a Republican it's, it's appointed like software. That's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a Republican appointed judge on Thursday denounced shameless the attempts by prominent Republican politicians to recast the January sixth riot in a positive light, including by calling them hostages. 
In oh, my, my 37 years on the bench, I cannot recall a time when such meritless justifications of criminal activity have gone mainstream, said Judge Royce Lamberth of the Federal District Court in Washington. I have been dismayed to see uh, distortions and outright falsehoods seep into the public consciousness, said the Republican judge. We watched it on TV! (laughs) We watched it live! We watched these guys. I watched a guy hanging from one of those parapets, kicking into a cop's head to try to break through the barrier. The only the only thing we got lucky on was that none of those dipshits thought to bring a gun. They all got they all chickened out bringing a gun. Look, Otherwise, uh, it would have been a massacre, not a you know, not a. Well, according, oh. yeah, according to members of my family, he was mm-hmm. saying, "I love you, thank you for your service." Every time he kicked. Oh, ever, oh, okay, I can see that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it on TV. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man! Don't tell me that was a a peaceful. What did what did one senator try to couch it as a peaceful uh, a peaceful uh, tour? Tour, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like they're just, they're just taking a tour of the Capitol building. I'm like, yeah, uh huh. That that looked yeah. like a that's and, a, that's that's the kind of tour I'd like to go on. <laughs> and the co- the cops were just letting us in. All the security yeah. security was letting us in. Well, yeah, they were sick of getting the shit kicked out of them. They stepped aside. Well, two guys did. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. got fired for doing it. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, we're at the end of the block, but we got two more stories. So let me burn these off real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene doubled down on Tuesday um, after saying the America First movement would eradicate people who do not support former President Trump. She says any Republican that doesn't completely endorse these policies, we are completely eradicating from the party. I have been giving the message to everyone that this Republican Party is a referendum on the Republican Party because in 2016, voters sent the message to the Republican Party that we wanted to change, said Klan mom. <laughs> but this time around, we are very serious about it. Uh-huh. Okie dokie. And then, uh, where is the goddamn... Oh, that's an ad. Jesus Christ. Um... So there's this uh, there's this uh, uh, church uh, down south that has been, I believe, in Houston mm-hmm. uh, that has been feeding homeless people, and they keep getting they keep getting fined, and they have to go to court for the fines. So they went to the they went to court, and the jurors were like, right or wrong, a five hundred dollar fine for feeding homeless people's f- fucked up. So they couldn't they couldn't seat a jury <laughs> on the first trial, which I yep. think is fucking great, especially considering it's fucking Texas. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I mean, this is like a whole bunch. They've got like 20 or 30 of these citations for feeding homeless know. people. I see, I see Texas's issue. Like, we can't have Christians acting like Christians. Hell no. People won't listen to us no more. <laughs> yeah. I- I scanned this this uh, news piece, and I, that's one thing I couldn't find in here. Why are they doing it? Why are they? Why is it against the law? Texas, because oh. in Texas you can't feed the homeless, even if you're. We we want private or we want uh, we want the churches to feed the homeless, but not that church. All that's you'll all do with your free bologna and American cheese sandwiches is incentivize poor people to be homeless. We can't they're have gonna, that. They're going to take that baloney and invest it <laughs> in drugs and <laughs> communism. Well, All right, we're up communist. against we're up against a break. Let's hang in there for a minute, and when we get back on the other side, we're going to talk about the elections a little bit. I'm Chris Jackamick. I served in the United States Air Force, and I deployed three times. 
being a veteran, it's interwoven into your DNA is really the absence of the connection and the purpose that can really drive a lot of veterans to some uh, negative thoughts. For those who are in a suicidal crisis, the window of time to save somebody's life is very short. Our duty is to protect ourselves and protect our families. And one way you can do that is store your weapons safely. Store all your guns securely. Help stop suicide. Brought to you by End Family Fire and the Ad Council. Hey folks, Jeff here. And Taylor. And Tiffany. I just wanted to talk to you for a second about Patreon. At Patreon, you get special content every week that we record. We do a show on Patreon just for you, the listener. Now, what do we get in exchange for that? Cash money. (laughs) We're not rappers. I don't know what to do that. (laughs) Cash money. Money rules everything around us. It really does. It absolutely does. Including the cost to host these shows. That's all this pays for. We don't do anything else fun with it because we still don't make enough in Patreon to cover the cost of hosting the show. Hmm. So why don't you join us? It's a lot of fun. We're a little more inappropriate. We're a little more ribald. We're a little more risible. Sometimes we're a little more high. Yes. Definitely more high. Definitely more high. So join us over at patreon.com slash dfenmedia. Patreon.com D-E-F-E-N media. you are still listening to The Left Show. All right, then. Here's some more of that, I suppose. I've been embarrassed in public before. I'm sure we all have. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what I've never been is so publicly humiliated, I've never wanted to leave the house again. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes public humiliation, I don't want to leave the house for a couple of weeks or a month or so. Yeah, But never anything that's happened to me that would make me go, I can never be seen by human eyes again. Not so for Senator Tim Scott, who apparently enjoys being publicly humiliated by ex-President Trump. Um, to the point that the internet cringed when Tim Scott professed his love for a man facing 91 felonies. Mm-hmm. Scott was on stage celebrating uh, the Tangerines' underperformance which brought him a narrower victory than expected over Nikki Haley in New Hampshire. Um, Of course, uh, this happened after Trump took a swipe at Haley's dress. Yeah. Because he's such a little bitch. Um, (laughs) During Haley's time as governor of South Carolina in 2012, she appointed Tim Scott, a member of Congress at the time, to the Senate seat to replace Jim DeMint, who was retiring. Trump brought that up for no explainable reason except to perhaps twist a knife in Tim Scott's back. Do you ever think, now we're quoting now, this is a quote from Trump. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you ever think she actually appointed you, Tim? And you're the senator of a state? She endorsed me. You must really hate her, Trump added. <laughs> I just love you, Tim Scott said after nudging his way to stand next to Trump. That's why he's such a great politician, Trump said. (laughs) That was such an uncomfortable thing to watch. Oh, my gosh. So uh, a couple of... To publicly uh, see somebody shove his head up somebody else's ass like that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, he he definitely, definitely let, let Donald Trump go randomly searching for his p-spot yeah um so a couple of internet reactions uh from the former twitter uh the history books will not be kind to the myriad spineless meat sacks who jettisoned every ounce of dignity they possessed and debased themselves before this miserable disloyal soulless husk of a man uh another one from katie fang says it's a race to the bottom between all of the men on the stage in that video uh, Kara Swishers, my cringe is cringing uh, at the suppl- uh, supplicatory antics of Vote Tim Scott while you expect such manic and thirsty suck uppery from Vivek Ramaswamy. This mm-hmm. is as painfully as embarrassing as it gets in politics for most others. Yeah. I just love you. I just love you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh. 
Here's another one. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a politician take a blowtorch to their own credibility quite the way Tim Scott has over the last few days. Good Lord, does he not possess a quantum of self-respect? No. The answer is no. No. Um, Gregory Cheadle, who Trump once called, quote, my African-American, end quote, later left the Republican Party because he said Trump uses black people as rallies as political pawns. Tim Scott doesn't mind. Not at all. Nope. Um, and then finally from John Ailes, listen, if you ever feel like you're a worthless piece of absolute filth garbage muck, imagine how far you'd need to fall to be as low as Tim Scott type shit garbage with filth muck. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I, what would you do? You're on stage with somebody and they're like, here, lick my balls. Tim Scott's like, how much gargle would you like with that lick, sir? <laughs> I mean, it's going to take to get to the center. I'm not going to finish that. No, don't. Hey, <laughs> don't. remember, he's got a protective shell of Tanner on there. Yeah. You know. Hold on just a second. One sec. Hey, Ziggy. Stop. No, I want you to stop talking, Alexa. Stop it. She just randomly pops up and starts answering questions I don't ask. <laughs> it's freaking me out. And yet, I got so many things plugged into smart plugs around here, I can't live without her. It's nuts. Just trying to automate. I don't need a toddler saying, why, 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 every goddamn time I open my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you name your Alexa Rigby? I named it Ziggy. Ziggy? Oh, Ziggy. That's what it was. Yes, I know I said your name. Shut up. (laughs) Ah, you got me. That's what you did, sir. That's what you did. No, like the the keypad that, uh, what's his name, carried around in Quantum Leap. Al. Al had that in Quantum Leap. Ziggy was... Ziggy was a was a programmer back ho- back in you know back in the future that he would talk to yeah. <laughs> right. Well, he's not, Ziggy was a computer, the actual mm. computer uh, yep. system. I'm way into that. I actually rewatched all of the old Quantum Leap, and I'm watching the new. Oh, Quantum okay. Leap. It, it's it's really is not very good. I wouldn't suggest it, but for whatever reason, I love. No, it. I did it for a few episodes too until I was like, this really sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's not very good. yeah, they got an I, amazing train uh, trans uh, actor on there though. Yeah, they do. Um, I really like that role. And that character. Yeah, I just, it's been too long. I don't remember the names anymore. Um, so when Louisiana was forced by the courts to create a second majority black district to represent the state better, it's nearly a third African-American, Republicans knew that spelled trouble and resisted it for as long as they could. One of them would have to be sacrificed to comply with the law, and Garrett Graves just got the short straw. Uh, There's been conjecture that because Graves backed someone else besides Jeff Landry for governor last year, it's his own damn fault. Conjecture. I think no, it is. Yeah, I've met Republicans. I've spent time with them. Um, Anyway, he's upset. Uh, Rep. Graves is warning Louisiana... Uh, Louisiana's, quote, boneheaded, end quote, new congressional map could put House Republicans in jeopardy of losing their majority come November after his district was redrawn to create a majority black district. Uh, I'm doing. um, (laughs) In doing so, um, Mike Johnson has a two seat majority and they effectively just took one of those seats away voluntarily. What happens if this causes Republicans to lose the House? Well, they have it coming, dummy. Yeah, uh, it should have happened. It should have happened uh, two years ago. Yes. Yeah. You know, when you guys did all the racist shit with your maps. Mm hmm. Uh, he but says it, it was boneheaded. But... Yeah. He said it was a boneheaded move to do what was done last week. A real head scratcher. Nobody campaigned on these issues, he added. Meanwhile, everybody else in Louisiana is like, shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut up. We got caught being all racist. Suck it up. <laughs> yeah. Dave Wasserman from the Cook Political Report noted that Graves has been thrown under the bus by his own party. Quote, life comes at you fast. 
<laughs> Less than a year ago, Republican Representative Garrett Graves had become such a top confidant of newly elected Speaker Kevin McCarthy that McCarthy elevated him to a specially created House GOP leadership slot. Now Graves' own party back home has dismantled his seat in a court-ordered redistricting, leaving the five-term pragmatist from Baton Rouge with dismal re-election prospects in 2024. That's a shame. Yeah. Wah, <laughs> wah. Oh, well. See you, buddy. If you can't win on the merits of your argument, you probably shouldn't be there in the first place. By the way, thank you, Louisiana, for at least doing something, unlike other states that have done nothing about this. Well, they were forced. They were forced to. Exactly. They were. They were forced to yeah. do it. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not giving them any credit at all. The federal court well, thank said, you. "Thank you, whoever thing. lived in Louisiana who got that pushed through to the federal court to get it changed." Oh, yes. there you go. Make it happen. Yeah. That would be the Democrats, because there was there's nobody here doing that shit. So, or at least not at that level. Yeah. Uh, so the Arizona GOP chair um, has has resigned his seat in shame, um, shame. because he was outsmarted. By Carrie fucking Lake. Resign in shame. shame (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The world's only living brain donor outsmarted you. Get out. (laughs) I am not. I am not an advocate for self-harm. However, changing your name and moving to a new state would probably be a good start, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, Carrie Lake's going to run for Senate. (sighs) She already lost the Arizona governor's race. Um, she's clogged the courts with new nuisance lawsuits, claiming the election was stolen from her. So it's not a shock that state Republicans might want to avoid another loss, especially when they're hankering to replace incumbent Senator Kristen Cinema, Kirsten Cinema, from the Cinema Party. <laughs> but apparently, it seems as if one Arizona Republican was desperate enough to allegedly bribe her to go away, and there are tapes. <laughs> Daily Mail reported last week that it had obtained an audio recording that seems to reveal Arizona Republican Party Chair Jeff DeWitt asking Lake to tell him what it would cost for her to stay out of politics for the next two years. <laughs> I think he ought to be given a fucking promotion for asking such a question. Yes. <laughs> You're obviously a gold digging, money grubbing, conspiracy theory. Uh, you've got Tanner around your mouth, woman. Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't have to be. I mean, doesn't have to be. Could be person. Should have said person. But uh, reportedly last March, when Lake was on her imaginary Arizona governor world tour, DeWitt has heard asking Lake not to discuss the conversation with anyone else, which was like sending an incriminating email to someone with the subject line, delete. <laughs> DeWitt, quote, there are very powerful people who want to keep you out. Lake, I know they do. Do it. But they're willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way. So this conversation never happened. <laughs> Carrie Lake. I'm that, that's what she can record. <laughs> do it starts to say, is there a number in which, but Lake cuts him off, I can be bought? She asked. DeWitt replies, not be bought. Just take a pause for a couple of years and then go back to right back to what you're doing. <laughs> Dear DeWitt. You know what? There is probably a dollar amount in which I'll go away for a couple of years. Yeah. It it is is. not small, but it's not too big. No. No. You know, so reach out to me, buddy. You know all these rich folk? Yeah. I like it that they're calling him DeWitt less in the article. So DeWitt says at one point, so I, 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 so the ask I got today from the back east was, is there any companies out there or something that uh, just put her on the payroll and keep her out? <laughs> Shit, so you have to work. Just put her on the payroll. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lake reacted I with a total. That's why she was running for office. Something yeah. like that. Uh, Lake reacted with a, I said, good day, sir, indignation. A pretty good clue that she was performing for an audience. Uh, she claims the Arizona Republican Party wants to get her out of the way as part of their scheme to defeat Donald Trump. She refuses to accept any money or no-show jobs. <laughs> Do it. If you say no, it's fine. It's your choice. Don't tell people. Carrie Lake, 
I don't want to make a deal with these kinds of people. That's a hill worth dying on. I'm not, if they're going to steal the election to make me and our movement go away, I'm not letting them do that. I owe it to the people of Arizona to carry their torch and voice. Dude! She was reading off a goddamn cue card. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She is going to leak this conversation, you fucking moron. Exactly. Ugh. Ugh. I'm so sorry. Republicans are dumb. They mm-hmm. used to be annoying. Now they're just fucking dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. They're dumb. One more. There you go. Stupid. They have to be. Stupid they have to dummies. Be. Um, and then... I don't know if you believe that we have a crime, uh, uh, a migrant crisis or not on the border. Do I think so? I, I'm up here in Seattle. I'm, I'm right by the border, and I see it every day. A bunch of white people, people driving their Volvos. People flooding the border from the north. It's an, it's yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I knew a guy. I worked for an Italian company for a little while uh, that had uh, their headquarters, their North American headquarters in Bellingham, Ferndale. Oh, yeah. And one of the owners lived in Vancouver and would drive down every day until the American government's like, what you doing? And he's like, certainly not going to work. <laughs> and they said, yeah, we know you're going to work. You can't come into the country for another six months. <laughs> Which I think is fair. That is fair. Yeah, that's but, fair. but of course, that's, kind of, that, that's the kind of thing that happens to the northern border. Yeah. The southern border. You're here to work. Yeah. I'm taking your kids. Right. All we know uh, is kids do is get in the way of work. If you now can the make crisis, it through this chain wire, good luck to you. It's amazing how the crisis of the southern border went away for four years when absolutely zero was done except building a wall that really wasn't effective. And, uh, and breaking up families. And, but for four years, nobody talked about, oh, yeah, and separating families. Nobody talked about the crisis at the border for four years. And then as soon as... The Republicans are out of power. There's a crisis at the border. We got to stop it. Well, Biden just came in right off the bat, and he said the, the borders were open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wide open. Uh, <laughs> to which I said, woo! But I knew that that yeah, was true. That's not true. Yeah, yeah that's not true. No, yeah, I, I, there is a, a, a whisper idea running around that I have actually believed in for several years now, and that's mm-hmm. I honestly believe that busing and flying migrants that are coming especially to work to other parts of the country to handle their influx, to handle their asylum requests, to do whatever, to to take this burden that the southern states definitely have, especially Texas. Mm -hmm. There's definitely a problem there in that Texas has to deal with the majority of this. So does California Mm -hmm. to a lesser extent, you know, and to spread that around, to spread the ability to give charity to those in need to other cities in other states, I think is a great idea. Let's set, let's pass some fucking bills, set up some fucking infrastructure and start treating people like human beings. That's not what Republicans want here. They would rather instead like Abbott, uh, who's just bucking for secession. Mm -hmm. the, The federal courts like take down the fucking razor wire, you Nazi. And he's like, no, I do believe I will let it stay. <laughs> I will put the razor wire in the water where they can't get through it and uh, Heil Hitler. We're all good to go against these minorities. That's I Greg Abbott. <laughs> That's his wheelchair. <laughs> As he rolls away. <laughs> but I mean, they're, they're already doing that in a lot of, in a lot of ways. Maybe they, they aren't immediately moving into other cities, but uh, when they come in here and they're, they're, they're processed, they're not just immediately dumped in, in mm-hmm. certain areas Laredo. in some cases they are but there are a lot of people who are still getting shipped i mean we we even up here in seattle are getting people who are coming in from the southern border and that's already happening to some extent yeah well it's not no, i mean it is it's but not, it's, what's, it's what's not happening is the other thing where you take buses of people up to mm-hmm. new york where they weren't supposed to be there but there are there are sanctuaries around the U.S. where people or migrants are going. Yeah, and there need to be stay, more, stay and it needs to be regulated, and it needs to be funded, mm-hmm. and it needs yeah. to be law. You know, right now it's all loosey goosey and weird, and I don't there understand. Needs to it. Be, well, it's the answer is simple. It's if you want to allow asylum seekers into the country, which is 
the law right now. Um, you either change the law so you don't allow asylum seekers. That's one way to go. The other way to go is you increase your staff at embassies near or in countries where the asylum seekers are coming from. Maybe not in the ones they're coming from because they're probably very anti-American there, but near them. So if they get to you at the embassy, you can then you then have the staff that can process these these individuals through for asylum. At that point, they can be shipped into the U.S. as as those seeking asylum. And you're and then your your border crisis diminishes greatly. You know, so one of the things about the border is, is that Democrats have been getting the shit kicked out of them for decades on on this non-existent open border policy we supposedly have and Mm -hmm. so the senate republicans met with senate democrats and they hammered out a bipartisan deal to pass some laws you know allocate some funding do some work on the border and republicans in the house republicans in texas florida you know and other 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 states and Donald Trump have all popped up with, don't make the deal. I want to run on this. And instead of doing Mm -hmm. it quiet, like on telephone calls behind closed doors, Trump just put it out on fucking truth social. Yep. Don't fix the problem. We won't shut the fuck up about because I want to beat up Biden on it, which (laughs) all that does is just give Biden the opportunity to turn it back around and say, Here's the actual goddamn word for word text, you know, of what the tangerine tantrum said about not dealing with the fucking border. It mm-hmm. is I, it is a it is a TV commercial already written and nearly edited. Yep. You know, it's insane. It's and fucking throw, insane. So Romney threw a little press conference right after that and just talked about and he used the words. It's disgusting. That he would do this, you know, because Romney, like all the Republicans, believes there's a crisis down there. So he was like, no, we need to do something. And here's legislation that could help. It's disgusting. He wants to stop it. So basically, the commercial's done now. All you got to have now is Romney saying it's disgusting. And you're, you've got the you got the whole commercial. Yeah. Um, to quote Romney, I think the border is a very important issue for Donald Trump. And the fact that he would communicate to Republican senators and Congress people that he doesn't want us to solve the border problem because he wants to blame Biden for it is really appalling. Um, other Republicans, however, disagree that Trump is the reason for the dwindling support. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You fucking spineless cowards. Nah, they all are. But... You, got, you got nothing to run on. So you continue to do nothing. And Trump didn't give a shit about the border until they finally talked him into saying something about it. And he spoke up, said, I'll build a wall. And he got the biggest cheers he'd ever gotten from the racists that attend his rallies. And that was it. After that, oh, the border is the most important thing. Because, again, they don't care. They really don't care. And it's really not an issue, except that there are people who think it's an issue. They show up to vote. So, therefore, they're going to they're going to play to them to a point. Yeah. And part of it's just pure ass racism. Oh, yeah. No, no. Well, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of racists, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who have uh, gotten into office. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, That's the end of the B Block. When we get back on the other side, we're going to talk about religion. We're hitting all the hot button issues today. (laughs) When it comes to a gun suicide attempt, all it takes is a moment. My son, Ricky, took his life by the use of a firearm. It broke me, and I contemplated suicide. My grandson, I was going to have to be here for him. I still own my firearm. I keep it in a safe because I want to keep my grandson and myself safe. Store your guns, locked, unloaded, and away from ammo. Hear more safe stories at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council. This week on the world's greatest comic book podcast, we remember Jesse Jane and Gary Graham for totally different reasons. Oliver Stone eats crow. Pink. 
Crow. I think it was a flamingo. In Moving Pictures, Jonathan Frakes got a new directing gig. Vince McMahon resigned from the WWE. Again. Dominic Thorne says Ironheart has wrapped filming. In comics, Wonder Woman canonized the twirl. Whee! Rob Liefeld is selling Last Blood directly to fans. No feet. Kevin Eastman is launching a new title called Drawing Blood. Review Universal Monsters Dracula, Star Trek Fine Annual, Ghost Machine, and Thrawn. All that and Chad Hammer! Face Fred, true believers. It's the world's greatest comic book podcast. Available Tuesdays wherever podcasts are found and on the comicbookpodcast.com. Oh, for fuck's sake, I had a joke. What was it? Hold on. I had one. I had it ready, and it has totally slipped my mind, and the only one that has replaced it is wildly inappropriate. Utah's all fucked up. Yeah, it is. Um, the Utah... Something I, don't, I haven't known for 50 years. Oh, but yeah. it just gets worse every fucking year. Yep. So the Utah legislature believes that the people of Utah are a bunch of fucking idiots. I tend to believe the Utah legislature this one and only time. Mm-hmm. But the Utah legislature, the Republicans in the Utah legislature, have passed the first anti-LGBT uh, QIA2S plus bathroom ban of the year. Um, they passed HB257 as amended, sending the bill to the desk of uh, Governor Caillou Cox. Uh, the bill would bar transgender students from using restrooms and locker rooms that align with who they are and restrict access to changing rooms in government owned or operated facilities for transgender people of all ages. Um, HRC President Kelly Robinson was quoted as saying, this bill is an invasion of the privacy of Utahns. No student should be denied access to the bathroom that aligns with who they are. No one should fear harassment in the most private of settings, period. Unfortunately, we are already seeing similar types of bathroom bans, bans that are reminiscent of the infamous HB2 in North Carolina introduced across the country. Hmm. These escalating national attacks on the humanity of transgender people from assaults on medical freedom in Ohio to this assault on access to bathrooms and other facilities in Utah are an affront to American values. The American people will not, well, a good chunk of them will, the American people will not stand for this invasion into our basic freedoms. They will speak up at state legislators across the country, and if they are ignored at the ballot boxes this November, I add in in amendum, uh, except for in Utah. Mm-hmm. You know, look. I don't think Let's, this is a vote-winning issue. Let me personalize this. I wish it was, with but I don't a, think it is. With a story I have told many times. I was fired from my job at a radio station here in town, KSL News Radio, because when he got caught trying to diddle his 15-year-old babysitter, a representative, a Republican representative, and this was 15 years after the fact because the media fucking sat on the fucking story. Yep. This guy not only, you know, from what we can understand, assaulted this teenager, he then paid off the parents to the tune of $250,000 to keep quiet about it. The kid, it's my guess, having seen not a fucking penny of this when she hit her majority, started being very loud about it when this particular representative, uh, Garn, I believe, was it Garn? was it? It, it was yeah. Garn, but it wasn't Garn. Different Garn. Yeah, different Garn. Like Kevin or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same year that uh, that Kilpack uh, got his DUI. He was the guy who mm-hmm. kept rewriting liquor laws to make them more and more uh, annoying for people that drank. And then he that's gets a DUI. That's what we found out. So we found out he was just trying to get rid of the alcohol in Utah so he wouldn't be tempted anymore. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. My way, not your way. Mm-hmm. My freedom, not your freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this one, um, a very evil lady uh, put this bill forward. She is a gym coach, for fuck's sake. <sighs> you know, not that there's anything wrong with being a gym coach. You can be a gym coach. My chances are, you know, you fucking failed chemistry, which is how you ended up in phys ed. But, you know, that's neither here well, nor there. Chances are a female coach in phys ed going up against this might have something to hide. <laughs> I would not be surprised at all. 
mm-hmm. at any point. There's something there. Now, to me, it has felt like over the last couple of years with her is that Carrie has fallen under the influence of national messaging, like from Alec. You know, uh, because was what, this an Alec wrote, written bill? I think this, so. Yeah, I, I, I feel I, that way. I feel like they're starting to write them differently in every state now because it used to be like carbon copy in each state. Yep. I feel like they're writing each one kind of personally so they don't get mailed for that. Yeah, and they're probably doing it with minority interns. And if you get the right person, they, they can make it sound like they just pulled it. They pulled the idea out of their ass and uh, right. the right politician. And so you don't even know it's an Alec initiative until you look into what alec is proposing that year and you're like oh wait i remember he said that i thought he just pulled that out of his ass yeah 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 now we're in a state where we just had a big explosive um lds uh, adjacent you know sex scandal with that douchebag who basically brought the mormon prophet into it Mm-hmm. You know, and and is now under allegation for having committed assault himself. He's been he's been. I don't didn't hear about this one. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, and uh, Tim Tim Ballard. Tim Ballard. It? Tim yeah. Ballard. And he's the reason that fucking Jim Castavetti's stupid fucking uh, rescue uh, uh, children out of harm's way movie got made. Uh, Sound of Freedom. Mm-hmm. That is just 99% bullshit to the point where cops all over the country are like, please pay no attention to this. It's horse shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and you get this guy running around the world basically saying the Mormon prophet says that I can do this. He supports my work. Give me money so I can go rescue kids. And then it turns out that not only uh, has he been accused of 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 assault. It's been on people that were volunteering to help with the child rescues, mm-hmm. you know, and so you've got you've got the same legislative session now for, I think, the third year in a row where the <laughs> Republicans are protecting clergy when clergy has knowledge of child abuse, molestation, rape, etc., and and you've got people on my side that are trying to pass laws that are like, if you find out that, you know, Chuck down the street is raping his kid, you should call the cops. And the mm-hmm. Mormons and the Republicans are like, no, no, call keep it secret. First. Keep it secret. And so when the bishop mm-hmm. finds out, he's supposed to just shut the fuck up and let the kid continue to get raped. That's yep. church now. That's church Mm-hmm. That's what it means is you as a child are in perpetual fucking danger from Republicans and other conservatives that think that they can do whatever they want. And when they get fucking caught committing their crimes are always like, well, I need a second set of rules for me because I did it with the best of intentions. I mm-hmm. raped that child with gusto to teach them how unfair the world is like that. So you've got all that. And what what? Fucking Carrie wants you to believe is that in a state where we have had no zero problems with trans people in bathrooms, none, not one, but we've got clergy and Republicans when that fucking when Garn quit on the last day of the session, when he resigned his fucking seat, he got a standing fucking ovation by the Republicans in the goddamn House chamber. He got a standing fucking ovation, and I was so offended about that, I did exactly what my boss at the radio station told me not to do. I spent an entire hour talking about it, and I got my ass fired before I got home for not being upbeat enough or finding a serious silver lining in what happened. My silver lining being that that, uh, we had now basically found a guy who has a problem with raping children and when he quits his job he gets a standing ovation by the republicans in the room and they apparently found me they thought i was being flippant what yeah i know what i mean that's where we're at i got fired from the biggest radio station in the in the city because Mm -hmm. i told the truth about a guy who molested a little kid and then paid off her parents 
and was the the reaction that you got from Republicans in the state at that time was them being livid that someone paid off opened their yap. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was what they were upset about. Yeah, well, should have given the money to her and not her fucking parents then. The most offensive people in that, to me, are the fucking parents. Mm-hmm. You know, if a guy comes to me and says, hey, I raped your kid, here's a quarter of a million dollars to shut the fuck up about it. I say, can I hold the briefcase? And then I beat him half to death with the briefcase that I then yeah. walk off with. Mm-hmm. Like, go ahead. I'm sure. I'm sure it wasn't just the money, though. They they were given the money and an explanation saying if this ever came out, it'd really be bad for you as well. Yep. Oh, no doubt. There's probably a mm-hmm. threat, and I still would have beaten him half to death. Oh, I would have too. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's disgusting, and and you know, you, when you're in a uh, entrenched in a religion like that, and understand that there's a community that is not going to see it either way, it's sick. It's yep. disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, get turned into people who would who would accept that money and shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fucked up. Yeah, uh, the United States Supreme Court ruled last week that Border Patrol can cut through and remove razor wire that Texas has installed along the Rio Grande. We talked about this a little bit previous session, uh, so mm-hmm. we're only going to kind of touch on it here. Uh, but the Biden administration has been arguing that Texas razor wire prevented federal agents from doing their job of arresting people who have already crossed into the U.S. by the time they reach the northern riverbank. Uh, it's also killing people. Yeah. And so yeah, the court one. said, yeah, the feds can do what they want. And Texas said, we can do what we want. Mm hmm. <laughs> it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely disgusting. I personally, I just want Texas to put that along their northern border and call it good. Yeah, let them secede. Razor wire all the way along the northern Texas border. Things might settle down a little bit. What do you think is going to happen when Texas secedes and the United States suddenly becomes aware of an oil-rich country right on its southern border? (laughs) I'll tell you one thing. We're going to nationalize your power grid, you fucking idiots. Yep. You fucking idiots. Um, New York Times has noticed that overturning Roe versus Wade didn't stop people from needing abortions. I'm shocked. To a point of fact, bringing up Texas for our last story, Texas has more rape related pregnancies of any state with abortion bans. I believe the number is uh up there following the u.s supreme court's decision in 2022 14 states have instituted total abortion bans between july 2022 and january 2024 and estimated 65,000 women and girls in those states became pregnant as a result of rape texas has the largest percentage of rape related uh, pregnancies at 40 percent in a state with a near total abortion ban over its past 16 months an estimated 26,000 texans have become pregnant as a result of rape, as a result of rape. Awesome. Texas bans abortions in almost all cases, including rape and incest. When asked about that not too long ago, what was it Greg Abbott said? Oh, well, we'll just stop the rapists. How's that going for you, dumbass? Mm -hmm. You're so busy murdering minorities on the southern border, you forgot to cure rape. (laughs) Idiot. Fucking idiot. 26,000 curing rape, maybe increase the, the, uh, uh, the consequences on the rapist. When it, um, when your punishment for trying to get an abortion for being raped is higher than that of the punishment the for rape, you know, you have a huge fucking problem with the fact that you are anti-women. Yep. But you look at Texas, 26,000 Texans pregnant from rape. Missouri at 5,800, Tennessee at 5,000, Arkansas at 4,700, Louisiana at 4,300, Alabama at 4,100. 26,000. We can't do nothing about rape. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, what will Billy Bob do on Friday? <laughs> you know? Maybe God they damn. just need more sheep. You do that, it might affect his footballing. That's right. All right, gang, that is the end of the free show. Uh, we are going to oh. go over to Patreon now uh, when we get to Patreon. Uh, so remind me again how much I have to pay for that because, uh, I, oh, wait, no, I'm on the show this time. Never mind. 
And I already pay for it. Sweet. Very nice. You are. Tell the folks how much you like it. Oh, I'd love it. Sometimes I actually only uh, listen to the Patreon, actually. Because I, 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 I don't have a lot of time to listen to everything, but I'll just skip right to the Patreon. That's where I want to hear. Yeah. Patreon's the fun stuff. It's where the good stuff happens. That's where all the best stuff is. Anyway, we're at patreon.com slash media D-E-F-E-N media. Mm-hmm. Every week that we record, we do a special show over there for our Patreon patrons. Uh, and we hope that you will join us. Um, this week, we also have tomorrow on Tuesday, the world's greatest comic book podcast, which drops at thecomicbookpodcast.com. Uh, yeah. or in anywhere else that you get uh, your podcasts. Uh, since they're all fucking changing and we can't keep up, we're waiting to rewrite that piece of copy until yeah. after <laughs> Google Play shows me that I can do anything other than their fucking YouTube TV. What? Nope. What? Yeah, Google Google uh, Podcasts and Google Play have basically shut down. Um, we... I don't know if we're still doing um, Spotify. We are. Uh, okay, so we still got Spotify picking us up. But there are dozens of aggregates out there. Oh, um, Stitcher went away, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. I did it? So you have Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and then Question everything mark. else is in, the, is in the wind. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Audible's actually getting bigger with its podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's publishing where it's getting it's just the the player is cumbersome and built for ebooks or built for audiobooks. oh absolutely you know it's the same problem Mm -hmm. i have with spotify is it's not good with podcasts right uh amazon music not good with podcasts Mm -hmm. Um, i personally just use the apple podcast one but that's because i'm i'm an apple whore Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm i am i am an android man I am an android man. I am. That's the end of it. Let's all do what the British lady says. If you've made it this far, you might as well join us on Patreon. Patreon.com. Defen Media. This episode and more always available at www.theleftshow.com. Music.